episode number 186 of the Tartan Running Shorts podcast, hosted by Tom Bryan and myself, Kyle Gregg. So, Tommy, it looks like we're waiting at a function tonight. Uh, we're, our date clothes, we've got our date date night clothes on, folks. Um, I was going to say, what sort of function do you go to? I'm in a light blue t-shirt. <laughs> You've got a, a Ralph Lauren top on. Uh, I think in the past I've I've criticised if we're wearing freebie t-shirts, uh, freebie yeah, running I can't t-shirts. Win on, I can't win on this show. No, you can't. But uh, you're looking good. You're looking awful well, dapper you're, tonight. We're yeah. matching. You're in a, you're oh, in a, a matching coloured hoodie. Same, for listeners, who obviously can't see us. Same pant on. Um, but I've got a I've got a Hollister hoodie on today. Very um, nice. And uh, and and it also looks like you're you're baby free tonight as well. This is. Uh, I am. Do you know? I was I was I was going to come up with a baby because it's. Uh, honestly, like I'm not gonna. I really promised myself I wasn't gonna do much baby chat on these podcasts, but. Did I, did, I bore, did I bore Anna to tears there uh, last <laughs> week? My, uh... It's just like when they're both... This is the witch... The problem is we record during the witching hour, so when they're both kicking up at seven, Fiona only has one pair of hands. So that was why I, last week I had Anna. So far, okay, but I can hear someone going mental downstairs. But oh, anyway, really? I'm here I'm here for the... Solo for the podcast. And actually, I'm quite excited for this week because we were talking about beer. And actually, the, because we're both on the beers... As always, and, and mine is quite appropriate. So I'm on an Edinburgh Gold tonight, and we've got oh. Dougie Selman on. Look at that! So I mean, I that. mean, Dougie, I mean, what that Dougie having won the Loch Ness Marathon, um, and being a, an Edinburgh-based runner. So I thought that was quite an appropriate and coincidental choice tonight. What an absolute cracking segue that was. Um, well, I mean, I mean, not not only was I doing a park run at the weekend, uh, that wasn't the only festival. There was an Aldi Beer Festival on. Uh, so I was taking advantage of the the one pound forty nine beers and uh, all the fierce beers. All the I'm drinking a a cold town beer today. Uh, it's called um, Citrus IPA. I've no idea where it's from. It's from Scotland. Oh, it's from it's from Edinburgh as well. It's probably I wonder if it's the same. One. What's the brewery? Um, a cold town brewery. Oh, it's a cold town brewery. I've never heard of yeah. cold town brewery. Well, it's not from well, Colton. Interesting. There you go. So uh, yeah, so, so we've got lots to drink and lots to to celebrate in terms of of um, an interview number one, and also yeah. lots of not a huge amount of results this this weekend, um, but uh, enough to keep us going for the next hour mm-hmm. or so, no doubt. So um, and some short sighted as well. We've also got one rant, which uh, it's been a while since we've had a rant actually. So it folks, has been if, actually, and I'm re- I was so pleased to see it come in because it's just. It's... Running rants are my favourite part of the show when we started it, and I mean, I'll be honest, I could rant every week, but I think we both could. Um, so, listeners, please get them in. Uh, I know, please yeah, let us maybe know what your rants are. I mean, there must be there must be someone who's listened to this who's had a bad week, or is something's really annoyed them, or they want to get off their chest. Auntie, aunt, the agony aunt, uh, Tommy and Kyle will, will will wish it all away and and cure you. Well, can I? Do you know what? We've got ten minutes till till Dougie jumps on, so I'm gonna. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a little mini rant on, which is kind oh, of we'll segue rant. a little this... bit into my into my uh, running a bit. Is we've talked about I'm sure we've run about this before. Horse riders on running trails. And I know that I'm being quite. Oh, I know where um, you're going with this. I'm I'm claiming trails as being for runners, but do you know what? When it's boggy, when it's wet, and you've got like single track trails, and ho- and people they take their horses through it. That's annoying enough because they get so churned up, so boggy, right. really unrunnable. But even worse, when those horses are shitting in the trails. Now, <laughs> a dog owner, you would expect to pick it up. 
why oh why do horses not have to there should be like i mean i think you can get like a nappy for a horse i mean speaking of someone who's <laughs> doing about 20 nappies a day at the moment you can't change <laughs> horses pick it up or put a Sorry, nappy on horses so it's like and the problem is like i mean it's like a dog turd but worse because it's so big bikes go through it people run through it it's everywhere and like there's this little the reason it's grinding my gears at the moment is for me to get into Hazelhead trails that I run near here, there's a really all the trees have fallen down on the main track. So there's a little sort of almost like sheep trail, if you like, a little trail that a single track that cuts through the gorse. And obviously the riders are using it because they can't get through the the other one, and the run like the runners are using it. And you go through it, and it's like it's nettles either side. It's single tracks. You can't you, you can't even tiptoe around the side because you're going to get your legs stung. So you end up sort of tiptoeing through the the muck. And it literally is horse muck. And it's anyway, I mean, every day I was in Rhonda tonight and I was like, FFS, why, why, why are they allowed to leave this out? If, if I, if somebody went around and there was dog shit across there, there would be oh, absolute, up in people arms. would be going mental. Oh, Christ, I, I mean, so it's let, quite, yeah. I wish I took a, a screenshot of your rant there. Your <laughs> the anger, I haven't seen that much anger for a while from Tony. I was, uh, also, I was in a relatively new pair of uh, sneakers, as, as, oh, as no. you would say. You don't want to get so in, yeah, you? straight away oh, they're done. And I'm, well, I'm done. Is it a trail? Was it a trail or road shoe? Road. Oh, Rookie no. mistake. I know no. exactly. Not when, it's it's, a nasty, not when it's a dirty day. It's like when people say to me, "What's the difference between a road shoe and a trail shoe?" Nine times out of ten, I'm like, "It's just it's black." Typically, a trail <laughs> shoe is black, so it doesn't look <laughs> shitty when it's covered in mud. That's the fundamental difference between a road shoe and a trail shoe. I'm joking. I know there's different. There's there's better up, waterproof uppers and better tread and all that. But for me, that is a large part of it. Um, but yeah, well, it's a yellow, a yellow elastic shoe. Well, while you're on that subject, maybe it's not really a rant, but it's probably a rant from Debbie, is the amount of running shoes I have that I've not thrown out and I've never worn phages. But have you not? The last six weeks, I've thrown out about 13 pairs of... Not thrown out, I've got them ready to go in the recycling. Um, 13 pairs of running shoes, Tommy, I've got wow. ready to go. But you know, the reason... It's almost like I bought them at the same time. So now they're all, they're all starting to, like... The uppers are starting to go... But uh, I've I've been getting my super glue and just gluing some of the uppers and they're oh, fine because wow. some of, very, like uh... the the actual soles are fine on some of them and uh, but I mean yeah I'm I'm quite I'm quite uh, delighted to to have you know start start you know seeing the end of of the of the light uh, the end of the light then you know the it, it's sad when you see a trainer go but at the same time it is, it's also it? an opportunity to to get some some nice new shiny sneakers which has been a long time coming so if anyone's got any recommendations what i want is a shoe that can do run on a trail and it can uh it can it, it's bouncy enough cushioned enough but light enough so that i can do easy runs and interval sessions what's your recommendation tommy if i if i don't hear from the listeners Oof, good question good question um I mean, you know my, you know where I'm going to go. I, 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 and it's back. Thankfully, I don't think you can look past a, a Pegasus Turbo for that. that Pegas. role. I thought you might have said a Pegasus. And the Peg eh? Turbo is not that. I mean, not a tr- you wouldn't take it on a, on pure dubsy muddy trails. Oh, but no, no, no. If it's just Something hard else. packed trails, I think you'd be yeah. alright. And it's called the, I think the net Pegasus Turbo Nature or something. It's called. It's, and it's out of recycled material. Win win. Oh, very good. Sustainable. I have to say, I say that having not running them. I'm they're on my, uh, my shopping list. Um, but yeah, that, I would, that would be where I would go for that. I've got a question for you, actually. And I should have asked last Here week. We what did you run? Oh, what did you wear at Kilder? The trail Kilder, marathon. 
I can't tell you. I'm embarrassed. Alphas. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I, that's, 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 that's funny. There was a boy in a pair of, I'm not going to name him, but, I don't, uh, but there was a boy in a pair of Alpha Flies at the Hazelhead Park one last week. <laughs> he was quite a prominent Aberdeen based runner who, who, uh, who, who was. Who I've beaten recently and I've mentioned on the podcast. I know who he is. I know he was him for everything. And I mean, not, Jesus I don't Christ. think he mind us because uh, he. I, I've asked him. He, he's, yeah. Anyway. Um, so anyway, back to you though. FG. Alphas. Alphas. Yeah. It exactly. was actually not Alpha flies. It was the what's the other one? The vapor fly. Oh, the the vapor one fly. without the air bubble. Oh yeah. Uh, the, next, but the next percent. I mean, I need I need all the help I can get, Tommy. These days. How do they eh? hold so up I was, on the trail then? I don't know. I wore them on. Did I wear them? I wore them for the Ellen Park run. And oh, then, very good. I didn't. <laughs> the reason I wore run. them is again, like I just, it's easier to run with a, a carbon shoe when you're not, you know, when you're tired. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it feels like it feels like you know. I don't know. It's like driving a, I don't know. Name a crappy car. Something uh, that's a, a one liter. Yeah, one of them versus like driving a, I don't know. A, a Porsche or something, you know, it just feels yeah. so much oh, easier I'm, to drive. I'm, I'm, I'm totally with you, but I'm, I don't know, and actually, this is, again, it's funny how you everyone gets into shoes and stuff, like, when, so what park when, when we were racing, I was, last weekend, and I beat this, this fella, and I was wearing a pair of, like, I pulled them out of the cupboard, next, uh, so what they called a New Balance Vazzy Pace, it's a like, what? exactly, it's a flat with a trail showing the butt. It's great. It's a really nice yeah. flat. It's got oh. just a traily bottom, super lightweight. And I remember, and I was like, I, I remember thinking to myself afterwards, I started telling myself, oh, imagine what I, I would have had 10 seconds left that you know, <laughs> plate in there, which I know is in the heart of hearts. I know in Hazelhead of all, on a trail is not true, but it's these little things give you the. You, give it's you the funny bonus. though, like what I found with the shoe when I worked for Kielder was um, I didn't, it, it did feel really nice in the ups and the, some of the ups and downs, but. I don't know how effective they are when it's just up and down like that. You know, like small ups and downs because you run on your heel mm. and then you're running on your forefoot. So the real, the only real like opportunity I got to utilize maybe the plate would have been in the flattish sections, and there wasn't that many flash sections on it. So yeah, I don't but know how. But the really protects your legs, doesn't it? Because I, I say that because I'm now yeah. doing my easy runs in a pair of Asics Nova Blast, and I love them because I just. They're so cushioned. It's like a turbo, you know, that sort of same tech. Um, and I think that that's a big, even an up and down marathon, you'll find that that cush will really, com- compared to wearing more of a flat or a flat trail, I think that would have, you'll find that. I think I'm a big believer that that's part of the thing is that it's the leg protection you get. Yeah, I, I think so. The kind um, of descending. But uh, no, I've, I've been enjoying the, 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 the difference, the different types of shoes, but I'm, I'm looking forward to maybe expanding my horizons and, Maybe trying out a, a cheeky wee Asics. Uh, oh, Meta, get involved, meta, mate. But I need to save my pennies or ask Santa nicely. Do you know I that that's something that um, a there's an energy crisis. B the well there's a cost of living crisis. I've now I've got two mouths to feed, clothes, all this sort of stuff. And overnight, I've now gone from being. I mean, don't get me wrong. For like, I wouldn't drop two hundred fifty pounds on a pair of shoes, but. I was generally operated like if I saw if I when I needed a new a new pair of running shoes, which was once every couple of months, I'd buy them. I would I would I would go to the effort of finding them cheapest, but I would buy I need them now. I'll go online, I'm gonna buy them tonight, as I'll get them as cheap as I can. But I'm now I've flipped and it's that like tight Scotsman in me is returned as we've got the as uh we all try and tighten the belts and I'm I'm now like I'm not I could do I really I really want to get a, a pair of uh Saucony speeds. Endorphin speed because I've got this banged up old pair that I'm training in, 
and uh, I've had them for like two years now, and I could do with a new one. Mm-hmm. But I've said to myself, not until the not until the November paycheck. And it's <laughs> it's quite funny. That's like that seems to be that was oh, that's still six weeks away, and I'm like bloody. I really oh. want to buy this pair of shoes. So look at that, eh? Yeah, tough You've, times. Uh, the, all those the, all those savings are going at the club fees. So. That's right. Do you know what I um yeah absolutely absolutely yeah yeah so um yeah so well, so we did the last thing I was going to say, Jinx, I was going to say, just while we wait for Dougie, you said something there. So we both did a park run on the weekend. Uh-huh. You, so you, you uh, first, I see you were not first finisher. What were you doing? Pacing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I went off. It was a hoot of a day. Like, it was it was nice. And uh, Logie and Lenny were being looked after by Grandma. Uh, while, you know, Debbie and I and, uh, and, and Grandma's uh, our half, Keith, was was doing the park run at Ellen, Ellen Park Run. Um, it just, the heavens opened, it was windy, it was rainy. And I was like, I started off and I went off to the front and I looked at, looked to my right, there's Debbie kicking next to me. I thought, and, and immediately, and I looked behind and, and there was no one who went with us. And I thought, you know what? I'm just going to run with Debbie. <laughs> so I just, I just couldn't be arsed. I couldn't be arsed running hard. So I was like, nah, not today. Um, and uh, so I ended up like, I was, I, I mean, I, I don't even, I didn't, like, I didn't even ask her, you know, I just decided to run with her. Uh, I didn't know how she would take it. Cause you know, like, you know, some, sometimes, I don't know what Fiona's like, but sometimes they just want to be left alone, you know? Uh, so I ran with her and then, um, it got a bit awkward, you know, because I was like, right, what will I do? You know, will I, will I just push on? I thought, I don't really want to push on and, like, win in, in 1850. So, uh, so I just, like, I just ran next to her. And, you know, I was like, she was kind of just like, oh, you're going to, like, you can't let me win. Like, <laughs> I could sense it, like, you cannot let me win. And I was like, well... Why not? <laughs> so I just, I like slowed it. I went up the hill, there's the last bit of the hill, and I ran, I, I pushed on a wee bit, and I looked behind you, it was like 15 metres behind me. So I literally just stopped and just let her go past me. What did she say? So, like, if, even if she tried to, like, not win, because she was kind of going for a, she wasn't going for like a quick time, because the conditions were rubbish, but um, it was kind of like, she's not going to slow down for, you know, because she's doing a decent effort. Uh, yeah. So she was mortified by the end of it, like, you know, it was when she, she realised, like, she got the win overall, and I was second second overall first meal, which, you know, I don't care. I mean, I ran 19 <laughs> that's my That's a PB, PW for me in the, the good old park run. So, uh, but no, it was, it was, but what I did afterwards, like, because I just didn't feel it, you know, it was cold. And, you know, I don't know if the runners, no doubt, who are running, probably are experiencing as they listen when you run with shorts in the cold in the wet when you hear you know when you lift your heels up all the water goes onto your bum and your yeah. your hammies and that's they just get cold, cold. Yeah. Once, so you get, that's, once you get going yeah yeah so that's what happened to me and i was like nah i can't be i, I just didn't want to so i but once i did the i mean it was still like a 19 minute 5k so it was still a decent like it was a good effort um and then uh i did like 10 times a minute after that and then but before that i ran with a guy who won Krathis, uh who have been helping out he uh he did we did 10 miles and it was like six minute flat pace and it's like he's a bit like kenny wilson you know he'll he'll do his runs like really you know a low sixes and it's you can keep churning them out whereas you know i can't do that so i was a bit like oh god 
And then on Sunday, I was like, I might just do the same again, you know. So I ran quick again, you know, low sixes. So I'm, I'm a mess today. I'm an absolute mess, mess of a man today, Tommy. So, so that's my story. That's uh, and oh, I did uh, I did a race on Tuesday night as well. Didn't you? What race was that? High. It was called the the Fernier Shadow Series. Um, Do you know what? I saw that in the results section of the no. Yeah, I thought. I thought I, what I, the I hell thought... is the Fernier? Uh... <laughs> okay, so go ahead. Well, it's um, it's just a night race, eh? Uh, near near my my neck of the woods in in Afford, in Kemney. Uh, it was at seven p.m. on a Tuesday night. Head torch required. Got it on. Uh, in fact, I got my 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 head torch, my new head torch, I won for getting third at Benihi. Um, stuck that on, uh, and oh boy, it lit up the whole town. It did, um, but it's literally just goes around the woods. And I did like a what was it, six point two k four mile run uh, around the woods, and it was really nice. I mean, it was it was well. I think about seventy runners took part. 60, 70 runners took part in it. Um, and uh, yeah, again, had to stop for a wee pee again, which is coming becoming a bit of a norm. Um, so I wasn't too happy with that. But I caught I caught them up again and cracked on and and got the the cheeky little win. So it's a great wee series. Uh, it, all the proceeds go to different local charities and uh, it's on every month. So there you go. Mm-hmm. That was my that is my roundup for this week. And uh, you know, it's and we'll get to your roundup in a minute. But before we uh, do that. We have got the Loch Ness Marathon champion, uh, Scottish internationalist, uh, an all-round nice guy, the, the the lesser half of Commonwealth Games athlete, Jenny Selman as well. So here is Dougie Selman. Hello. <laughs> hey, guys, how are you doing? I don't want to say hey Dougie, but you must get that all the time. Uh, kind of, yeah, but I don't have kids like you, so I <laughs> that's that still to come for you, Tom, right? So, oh, well, yeah, that's uh, that's that is hopefully a while off. Well, anyway, congratulations on the on the win, man. You oh, must. Be, how are you feeling about it? Yeah, good. Yeah, I was really really happy with it. It's uh, yeah, it's good to 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 win a race I suppose be competitive in a race like that you don't get to do that that often so yeah it was no. fun well well just uh, I mean most people in the running circuit will, will know you and and they'll certainly know your you know your your better half uh, <laughs> yes. Jenny as well uh, you know but but we've also got you know I've known you for God, many years now uh, just in the running circuit and uh, let's just tee this one up so yeah just tell us a little bit about you as a runner and how you got into running um, and uh, yeah, where it's kind of taking you now. Um, well, I don't know. I can't really remember now how I got into running because I've been running since I was probably like 12 or 13. Oh, really? Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just through the, through, the club system, through the club system, really. So yeah, I joined, joined Christophe when I was probably about 11 or 12. And yeah. A fairly normal um, journey through the sport for the first, well, from there actually, just cross country, track in the summer. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've just gradually gone up in the distances as I've got older. Um, I used to fancy myself as a track runner. And yeah. now I'm just going up and up and up. That's the only way to 
Oh, no. <laughs> I like it. I like it. As you get as you get yeah, older, slower, you get as you get older, you get slower. Eh? But not not based on on you, you know. But uh, no. And so so I mean, yeah. I mean, we've got quite a lot of like. There's quite a lot of crossovers with with us, you know, being uh, just around about the same age and you know competing uh, together and and also sharing the same coach as well. Uh, but you know what, Lewis must Lewis. be so thankful that finally one of his athletes has won the Loch Ness Marathon. I mean, it's uh, he was he can't have been happy until now. <laughs> oh, that's a that's a sore one, that. Totally. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't. So like. Yeah, I mean, you know, you've been a, a, a Scottish international, you know, runner for many since probably junior time as well, eh? Like, you know, it's been. Uh... I've had a few gaps, to be honest. Yeah, I did have yeah. more of them. Than <laughs> 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 uh, I have in recent years. Um, yeah. So yeah, um, so I've, I had a few track vests when I was a bit younger. Yeah. Uh, I've maybe got a cross country vest, and um, nice. yeah, it's been a been a wee while since I've had one. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And, time again, but you never know. <laughs> <laughs> and sorry, Tommy, you were going to say something. Yeah? I, I was I was going to say because you're you're a guy that we've like we've seen doing marathon for. In my mind, you've been running marathon for a while, but when I look back at your record, it's been quite a while since you've seen a time. So you must have had you've had some injuries in the last few years as well, I think. Yeah, so I've got I've got a really um, pretty unsuccessful history of training for marathons and then not making not making the marathon start. Like <laughs> that was that was the second my second completed marathon at, at Loch Ness. Um, so I did Berlin in 2016, and yeah, that was the Loch Ness was the my first successful marathon build and race since then. So wow, that's probably why you think I've I've, I've been doing marathons for. A long time. Absolutely, because you're forever someone who I see doing like a, a big session on a Sunday. I'm thinking, oh, this boy's uh, these boys cooking for something, and then it just never obviously never materializes. So that's well, you must get so much confidence out of the fact that you've you've done you've got one block start to finish and run the race uh, successfully. Yeah, it's good to it's really good to have got one um, got one done. So I'm actually doing Valencia in about seven weeks time. So. Nice. Oh yeah. Oh nice. So hopefully I'll get two in quick success. Two in quick success. Very good. Yeah. So tell, well, tell us a bit about how does what does a was a marathon block look for you then? So I think I've gradually started to shorten them down because partly because I have a history of um of getting injured when I do it for when I train too like too extreme for too long. So um I think probably for for Inverness I, I was had a more flexible build or a lower key build up than I would for, for other marathons um, mm-hmm. and just nothing too different to what most people will do just a sort of long um, sort of tempo threshold type session try and get one of those in a week and then try and get something in a bit faster than marathon pace a week and then what I'm going to try and do between now and Valencia is just um, build on what I had for for Loch Ness and not do anything too much more than that and just keep keep consistently training rather than probably like you're saying doing doing big impressive sessions that um can sometimes tip tip me over the edge so yeah um yeah I'm going to try and be a little bit more controlled 
Yeah, you you must be hugely confident from it. You know, like you know, obviously you you said about the injuries and you know those those sort of setbacks, but you had a great half marathon at Edinburgh Marathon as well. The Edinburgh half, sixty six ten, sixty six twelve. I think you ran. Um, 19, 66, 10 would have been a club record. I think, oh, so. really? Oh, <laughs> man. Oh, what are you doing? Should have been at the right the right of the front of the, the line, eh? <laughs> um, so, like, you know, that's definitely in your, you know, in your armoury, I suppose. Um, but also, like, your PB at Berlin in 2016, that's 221. So, like, the question I've got is, what's, uh, you know, what is the goal for... For Valencia, what are you looking to to go for? Uh, get just get to the start line is is the real yeah. goal. Okay. Um, I mean, like running under two twenty is like is an obvious goal when you're yeah. in ballpark. But I think probably, I think probably from Loch Ness, prob- I'm starting to starting to learn that it's, it's better to not have two fixed a plan mm. and goal and just mm. go and, and be honest with myself before the start about roughly where I am and then run sensibly and not like yeah. really clear limit or a clear goal that I'm gonna go out and chase regardless because I think that's yeah. I think probably that's where you can get more problems mm. so, yeah I'd love to run under 220 but I'm just I'd I'd really just like to get to another marathon start line. I like it, yeah. I, it's funny you say a that. Mature, a mature way to it run is. it because that's you see with marathon times. I mean, right <laughs> from the top, there's no, there's no doubt that a slight negative split is the way to do it in my eyes. And if you know, I always think if you've got, I've only managed to do it once, but if you know when, if you've got a very good hand on the shape you're in, and you can just finally walk that line, then I mean, you look at your times you're in, you can do that. Now the question I've got then is, so how did you approach Loch Ness? Because I know I know a little bit about how the race unfolded. We know we 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 know Koskai. We suspected what happened would happen. So how did it unfold from your perspective in terms of a plan and and that sort of thing? Uh, so I I didn't I get I, so that is one of the things I didn't go in with like a specific plan other than to get to everyone before the race had said how at doors there's like horrible hills and then it's going to be. So I think from about 17 miles up to 20 miles or just just after that, there's all the all the hills in the course. So my my plan was really just to get to the top of those hills feeling quite good. And then and then just like whatever would happen after that would happen. I kind of had a suspicion, like you were saying, that um, Koskai would would potentially go out really hard and then I was just going to try and run with the second with everyone else basically mm-hmm. and hills and then just see where I was um and Sean coming from Highland Hill Runners was running really well so the two of us ran together until about doors until we were just after that maybe going up the hills and we had no idea where where Costco was really every so often there's like a long straight bit where you could see like a flashing light of the car. <laughs> <laughs> what is that him? Is that... Yeah, it was no, just enough not. to make it feel like the, that lead wasn't completely unassailable but it's really hard to like you know when you've got a straight line in a race and yeah, yeah. it's really hard to get a gauge of what that distance actually is so I think it was probably much yeah. 
happen, I thought. Um, and yeah, then got to the top of the hills and the gap closed rapidly as we came into Inverness. But, <laughs> but yeah, I didn't really actually actively chase down for the win at any point. It just kind of came, came to you. <laughs> came to me. I don't know what done actually anyway, but um so awesome. did you um did you run a what was your split then like you know I mean it doesn't really matter but I mean what, it was about, what did you it was about seventy one twenty or seventy one thirty maybe okay the half but so it's quite uh, quite even then yeah yes yeah, so well that is probably fairly even because I think the the second half's a bit slower and yeah you you, you probably know yourselves but yeah. um. It's hard to like judge your pace on that course, though, isn't it? Because your splits yeah, are like yeah. that first yeah. mile, like that first mile, isn't that absolutely like <laughs> it just throws you completely off because you're like, I've just ran like this ridiculous mile, and you think, oh, I'm not going to do that again. <laughs> so. well, of course, again, like I don't know what the best way is of doing it. Whether you're be- better to actually. Just go for it and then just see, yeah, yeah. It might give you a 40, 40 second or even 15, 20 second advantage just by going harder. And you, you still. Fair on that, but like taking as much as you can in the first half without over, mm. overcooking it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. Oh, that's, that's brilliant. So, like, so you've got Valencia coming up. Um, and what about, you know, what, what else have you got in the pipeline? Have you got any, like, you know, are you going to do any of the cross-country or are you, you going to gonna... run, run on Saturday at Cumbernauld? Going to do oh, the, nice. Uh, okay, okay. Um, and I'm not going to do the 4K champs because they are just, <laughs> they're weak <laughs> these days. Yeah. Um, Savage. So, yeah, yeah cross-country relays. And then I think that's all I'll do before before Valencia it's quite there's not actually a huge amount of time other no. uh, after that then it's quite a tight turnaround how are you how are you approaching that to go for marathon recovery I mean I guess you wouldn't have tapered much for Loch Ness I'm guessing if you're if you're in, if, you, if it's part of a what's that I said uh, two months three months between the two two months between the two about nine weeks so nine weeks okay nine okay. weeks so it, it was it's six not bad on Sunday so um yeah i didn't um so i had an easy week basically after after Loch Ness. i felt awful on the monday and tuesday then i you know by seven eight days after it i felt i felt okay again i don't know like i i don't know whether that's partly because my training build-up hadn't been as um intense as it sometimes would be I don't know if that's partly why some people feel totally wrecked after the marathon is because you've got mm. it's not just the race it's like the 12 12 weeks or whatever block, yeah. and I don't think I'd, I'd come in to well I'd come in quite like undercooked as I would see as I would have seen it um so yeah took an easy week last week in training was getting back up and I feel like I'm feel like I'm pretty much recovered so um yeah i'll just try and keep keep it going in between now and, and... nice and what's yeah. beyond that do you do you think of yourself because in my mind i think of you as a marathoner so i'm now i used to think of you as a, like a ten thousand cross-country guy but now i think dougie selman is a marathoner so how do you see yourself and what do you see in 23 and beyond uh, and his husband yeah yeah that, that's husband 
Come on, we're trying to pop the guy, prop the guy up here a little bit. <laughs> She's had her chance to shine in tears since Dougie's time. Um, yeah, I think um, I might. I marathon. Yeah, I'd I'd like to to run a little bit quicker, and then I'd maybe I'd maybe try something longer next year. Maybe try a. I told you, I'm only going up. <laughs> right, yes. Do you know? Well, I think that's Lewis, very uh, interesting. Lewis messaged me asking them. Like you were thinking of maybe an, what kind of ultra distance you would you would smash 50K, a fifty k, smash yeah. a fifty k. Maybe yeah, I, don't, I suppose like if you're in good marathon shape, you're probably not far off fifty k. Yeah, and a hundred k, like you should definitely. Absolutely, hundred k is the obvious one. ACP and yeah. all that. That is a. Oh, don't get Dougie on that hundred k. Let's but, do it next year. Um. Yeah, but I, yeah, it would be quite interested in something like that. But I need to, I need to properly like um, train for that. I think so. Yeah, after Valencia, I think I'll trust me something like that next year. But I like it. But then I, mean, I think I know that like, you do the, the sort of trail ultras, Kyle. I think I'd struggle on that. Like Tom, oh. you said thought of me as a ten k cross country runner. <laughs> I, Anyway, so. I don't know why I think that. I think it's maybe just because I've seen. I'm used to seeing you. At, you're you're a good club guy. You're turning out for the club, for example, this weekend. Uh, maybe that's why I think of you as someone just. I'm used to seeing you seeing your results in ten thousands and that. Uh, yeah. Maybe that's where it comes from. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I, I think the, the the ultras always look. You go through the nice places when you do some you of. Do them. oh, it's amazing. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, let's be honest. It's a long hell hell walk. That's what it is. I mean, these uh, <laughs> real ultras. You just lost half our listeners, Tom. <laughs> you forget, Kyle, I saw you in the last, like, 12 hours of you, oh, It was a death march, that was. Jeez, oh. um, but, I mean, you don't have to go as far as that. I mean, the, the, the bonus of ultras is you don't have to go as fast, you know? Uh, so if you've still got that speed, then it should feel a lot easier as you go longer because you don't have to run as hard. You've got a big, you've got a big range to a buffer, you know? Do you know what I suspect? I suspect that having seen his wife run well at ten kilometers on in Inverness, he's trying to just keep a safe distance away. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, that that was good. That was that was going to be one of my questions. I know I keep reverting it back to Jenny, but uh, I, I noticed your power of ten. You know, you're you clearly have got a, a quicker time. But who would win a two? Who would win an eight hundred meters out of you both just now? Uh, Jenny would win. Yeah. Would she? Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> yeah. If you said to me, if you gave me like no training, you're not allowed a chance to train. You just have to go. She's running two. She's running two minutes, Kyle. Well, he's a one. Dougie's a one fifty one guy, but it was two thousand six he ran that. So it's like if we raced an eight hundred at the weekend, yeah, I'd be miles behind. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I used to think. I used to always think I could just I could beat Jenny, and then she just got way too fast. And I also at one point did the Monument Mile. years ago and i realized I, i'm just not anywhere near as fast as i used to be it really shattered my illusions of what... <laughs> yes. so let's link that in like you know how how is it you know obviously you know married life and uh you know both being being top level athletes um you know how does that work how does the the, the relationship the running relationship work between you both it works works really well yeah i think it's um it's i mean this year's been it's been really it's been really exciting watching yeah 
watching how Jenny's year has gone. Um, and yeah, it, it's, uh, it's, it's, I think it's really good that we're both, yeah. that we both run and we're both as into running as we are. It yeah. makes it easier to, to combine that, I think. Yeah. I guess you've both got experience yeah. of, yeah. as, um, you know, we can, our training obviously looks quite different a lot of the time, but then you can, Still do easy runs and or go to you know would generally be training at the same time mm-hmm. as he... yeah yeah um, that's you must be like super proud as well to uh, you know see her go to the Commonwealth Games and like it must have been ace as you you know as as no doubt the the number one fan <laughs> for for Jenny yeah, it's uh, it must have been such a cool mo- moment yeah. yeah she had a great a great year and there were a lot of um, really really exciting points in it the commonwealth games was obviously quite frustrating for her because she was she was injured but i yeah. think um that experience was i think she had loved the experience and it was really exciting for all the family to be yeah be down there watching her and yeah it's been it's been great it's been ah good yes that's been ace and uh and and there's jenny what's you know is she does she just dabble in that tricky little 10k is she is she yeah. considering a, a move or is she just, you know, was it a bit of uh, a bit of fun just to see you and, you know, get the best front row seat for the, you know, for the marathon for you? I think she, she only did the 10k because I was going up to Inverness, but yeah. now she's now like fit enough that she can do a 10k. Yeah, it's yeah. great. Yeah. In it. So, but um no, in answer to your question, she's not. That's <laughs> ace. Oh, I, I, 800 to 10k and to break 35 is brilliant. You know, it's just what a, what a range, like, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's mm. amazing. So before you go, Dougie, we, we have got some uh, fartlet questions um, and uh, we'll, we'll try and keep them pretty sensible, but no, no promises. Tommy, do you want, uh, do you want to start? Uh, I can start indeed, and I'm quite interested to hear this one, Dougie. What is your favourite session? Um, I like a long, like marathon type session, and I'm just gonna. I like doing it around the meadows, and everyone hates that. I've wow. seen that, <laughs> Dougie. What ten miles? Ten by ten by a mile? Do you, have you done that a couple? Of, yeah, Lewis loves that, and I, oh, that's I, that's my number one session. I love that session. When a marathon training, that's like if you don't do that session, it's part I'll, of your build. It's yeah, I'll, you, I'll I'll that one. I, I like one that is like you know six by three k on one k float something. Oh like dear, that. I don't like those ones. That really like messes with my head. You know, wave running because the discipline <laughs> for not going off too hard in the three k's is just. For me, it, it just tips me over the edge, and I end up only doing like four and four of them instead of six. You know, <laughs> yeah. and Lewis is like angry face uh, when, when he sees my Strava. I think go for one of those long ones, or I'd go for another one that I do all the time, which is like ten by three minutes with a minute. Easy. Yeah, again, just... a little loop in the meadows. Oh, like, nice. So I, I think I remember watching you commute one time. Well, I'm not watching you, but I was running or walking, and you just zoomed past me. I don't even know why I was in Edinburgh. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, so do you, do you do you do a lot of commuting then, like run commuting? Yeah, yes, I'm like sort of 
in the office three days a week at the moment and I yeah. tend to do the run commute, yeah, which is... Yeah, okay. Dougie's one of these guys who I saw see on Strava who's always been an inspiration to me. There's about three of you who I, whenever I'm like, oh, I've not got enough time to, to run and I see you guys with your Faye and you're in, I'm like... <laughs> there's no excuse if you're going to work there's a you can run so That's yeah it. bravo for that i hope your laptop's light <laughs> I, I, yeah i think my laptop the life of my laptop is is probably um not helped by the the amount of running in and out but... <laughs> oh, what's your favorite shoe um i used to love do you remember they're like nike zoom streak five you probably oh. won't learn that one. I used to nah. love. Like, yeah, another one. You mean? Free Yeah. Um, and I used to use it for everything. I used to use it for everything from like anything from about five k up to a marathon. I would always use that. Is it like an easy run shoe or just like a, a fast type shoe? Like wait, no. Like at the yeah. time, really good like uh, marathon shoe, but now. I think my Achilles would I completely fall off. <laughs> I love that one. I say, yeah, us almost veterans these days. Eh? Uh, Tommy, you're next. What is your pre-race meal? Uh, so before the Loch Ness, I actually had um, rice pudding and peanut butter. It's pretty. <laughs> that is a first. That really is a first. Uh, <laughs> In a bright pudding, and I just had that cold with peanut butter and banana. Oh, <laughs> that's outrageous! <laughs> Do you know, nice. I I like rice pudding. I'm just I can't I can't imagine. I mean, cold. That's a yeah. It's a good shout, actually. It's a great it, shout for it a It's got everything in it, isn't it? Famous uh, Stephen Mackay, and he was outraged that I had a cold, but. Uh, <laughs> as well rather than just had it at room temperature <laughs> they need to give that a try that's kyle it. that could be uh that could be one for you talladega talladega tallahassee oh yeah talladega nights that's kyle in january <laughs> tallahassee sorry noted noted um what is your oh i've lost my train of thought you've completely thrown me off um <laughs> <laughs> what's what was i gonna say i had it um what's your favorite what's the favorite race or your um you know what if you if you had one more race what race would it be you would do um one you've either done or not done topical i think i'd do i think if i had one more race i could ever do i'd do some sort of relay i'd do maybe a national cross-country relays or something like that which is really oh it's like it's a good atmosphere isn't it yeah yeah Uh, i don't know i don't know if i'd say yeah maybe do something like that i was I would have said National Cross, but I've had so many nightmares at National Cross. <laughs> and it's unforgiving, isn't it? Because you've got so many laps, and if it doesn't go right, then you're just getting... And there's a great atmosphere, but you're just like, oh, God. Well, at least, like, you know, the relay, it's it's about the team, and it's about... It's just one lap, and it's yeah. all to play for, eh? Yeah, yeah, I'll go with that one. I'll probably you don't think. fancy. I thought you might be somebody who went for like a classic marathon, like a Boston or something. Do you know what? I'm not in that. I don't really ever think I'd want to do one of the American ones. Or I, I would not want to do them. Maybe that's a bit harsh. But like, 
they're not that high on my my list. I definitely want to do London. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I don't know. I feel like I just think Boston. I wouldn't run that fast on it, so I'd travel all that way and I wouldn't run fast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. true. It's a big. It's very, it's very long in Essex. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you said that, haven't you? Yeah. Um. So, have you said? Yeah, you're you're one more go, is it? Evening saunter or morning shuffle? Um, morning shuffle, I think. Yeah, get out of the way. But I, I tend to do both. So, but yeah, morning morning shuffle. Yeah, I, I've got one more as well. Before, um, who's your running hero? Oh, or if you've got one, I don't really have one. I used to, I used to have running heroes, and then now. Jenny's going to be kicking. She's kicking off right now. If she once she hears it, she's like, "What? I'm not your running hero." <laughs> uh, I feel like I feel like I used to have running heroes, and now now I don't know if I've got one. Um, no. Sporting hero? Have you got a sporting hero? Or? Um, uh, Brandon Hero will go with uh, Kip Chogi's inspiring, isn't he? Oh, look at that. Look at Kip Chogi? Kip Chogi's the easy answer. I was expecting something like, I, I was expecting you to give it to someone like uh, Lassie Vera or someone. Lassie <laughs> Vera. No, I think it's actually most impressive is that when he won the World Champs in 2003, I thought there's no way he's only 18. And then now he's running like a world record at 37 so <laughs> at one point he was we'll either you know like he was either like he's i can't work out whether he was he was it was amazing that he ran whatever in 2003 when he was 17 or 18 but if he was older then and he's like 42 now it's almost like more impressive <laughs> yeah. both ends of the spectrum yeah, exactly. this doesn't yeah. look he doesn't look 37 I think I think he looks quite old. Yeah, so do I. I just uh, I agree. Yeah, I thought you were saying like, younger. Yeah, I, I mean, it's hard to it's hard to know, but I mean, yeah, I mean, I yeah. Anyway, it is what it is. Eh? We'll get we'll give you the answer to that you've given it you've given it enough uh, background to give that. Yeah. So your your final question is: if you were to do a, a beer mile, Dougie, what would you what do you think you could run it in? I'd be out there all day. I'd be. <laughs> uh, I just, I don't think I could sink the pints in a reasonable enough time. I Have think, you done one before? Uh, no, but Is I think not? out there, oh, 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think it might be about that. <laughs> That's, uh, it's okay, like, you know, it's, it, it's not the worst we've had. I mean, it's I, not there. we've got like a top gear style leaderboard and you'd be right you wouldn't be far from the bottom like but uh but you know obviously it's it's all about the running so uh, (laughs) what's the someone said who's who's got six minutes who 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 was that again let me see let me bring it i think it's six minutes was it jake what jake jake said he could no jake whiteman what did he say he said it was like I think he said something quick, but because he's so quick anyway, it's like it's just a drink a pint and just he's got like a minute per pint. He's so fast, <laughs> drink it. Have you yeah. got? Are you, are you loading it up, Tommy? I am. I'm also dealing, as you can probably tell, with a baby going mental. <laughs> oh, is it, we've got, 
<laughs> so it's all kicking off here, eh? Um, anyway, well, we don't know what it is. This is uh, this is this is fag packet stuff from Tommy. He's writing the the lead, the the, the beer mile leaderboard as we speak. So, um, but uh, uh, yeah, but I think it is probably about six minutes anyway. But yeah, we'll 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 add it to to the to the to the leaderboard, Dougie. So uh, yeah, well, Dougie. Ben McMillan, been... five fifty nine. Oh, really? Ah, okay. There you go. You weren't lying then. He <laughs> was actually in the leaderboard. <laughs> um, well, Dougie, it's been fantastic to speak to you, and uh, yeah, it's, I, I, I'm yeah, I'm, I'm delighted to see you know a really good result at Loch Ness Marathon and uh, in Valencia. We'll keep us in the loop, and no doubt, you know, Tommy's done Valencia. Have you done? You've done Valencia. Uh, I was a DN, I was sadly oh, DNF at Valencia, oh, God, but yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, it's it's great. You're gonna run. You'll you'll love it. It's a class class event, and. Uh, yeah, yeah. we're sending at least we'll be able to track. So yeah, sending lots yeah. of positive vibes. I'm sure it will yeah. and, hope uh, make the start line. That's the just that's make the start line. That's the uh, number one goal. Make that start line, uh, and we'll, the rest will take care of itself. So uh, brilliant, right? Cheers to that, Dougie. Right. Good to speak to you both. You too, man. Thanks, man. See you later. Bye. Fantastic. Well, Dougie, thank you for joining. And I can only apologise to the listeners for a couple of this little madam oh, who, is, uh, oh. who is joining me is just creating some absolute hey. riot. Now you've gone quiet, now Dougie's gone. I don't know what that means about Dougie, but that's, uh, <laughs> yeah, there was, uh, we were having a, Fiona is only got one pair of hands. We've had them both on TRS now, eh? That's, uh, the, the, you know, they just want to steal the limelight, eh? They're, they're going to be taking over TRS, and we, we're just speaking absolute gibberish, uh, even more so than we already do. So exactly, I still remember. I can I can remember when Logan appeared in a similar manner. So uh, exactly, yeah, we're we're just the same. sharing the tradition, eh? So um, well, let's you know bef- before we go into um, the the results and some of the, the the news. There's not that much, as we said this weekend. How was your week then, Tommy? How did you do a park run at the weekend? I did do a park run, so my uh, my dad was staying actually. So my mom and dad was staying, so we were both. My dad and I are on route to our hundredth park runs, and it was. And I'm now this is where I'm at in terms of running. We had this little one, and, the, and her brother gave us not very much sleep on Friday, and I was. It was only for the fact that I was. I'm on. I want to get this bloody hundred done. That I dragged myself <laughs> out of bed and went and did it. So yes. we went to Hazelhead and ran the park run. It was fine. And do you know what? It's, you. I'm sure you've been there. Other new parents will attest this i was right i went i went we went down ran like five minutes beforehand but stud did the park run and i kind of all i can say is i just ran on like you know sometimes when you're driving and you suddenly realize you can't remember the last 15 minutes you know what i mean just you're in pure autopilot it must have been like that like i just was i was running and i was aware that i was running like kind of hard like just just (laughs) absolutely just totally zoned out and and uh, yeah, with about like a mile to go, a local uh, club runner, friend of ours, uh, Scott Scott Adams, he said he just went, hey, "All right, Tom," and I was like, suddenly just snapped out of it. It was very weird. Uh... <laughs> anyway, it didn't run that badly. I mean, I ran like 19 minutes or something, but I was just very much zoned out. So I need to, uh, yeah. So that was honestly that's the most interesting thing in my week last week. It was a pretty low low interest week but we're after that after i came on here with big licks last week going yeah i've got i'm back on the way back up i ran 40 <laughs> miles didn't quite 40 last week but 
Do you know what though? In a ter- in terms of racing, I'm looking at the calendar. So I think so. As I've said before, East District, I'm still keen to do the Gifferton 5K in Fife race, and it's not so far from my mum and dad's. That's a quick race, and I've never managed to do it. it always clashes with like an autumn marathon or something. But now that it's uh, it's sometime in November, so I'm, I think I might try and throw a cheeky entry into that because I was thinking that's six weeks away. I could probably, I, I would like to run a, fl- a fast 5K, not knowing, knowing I won't be particularly fast, but knowing that I could at least get a pretty good benchmark on where I am. So I think I'm going to throw an entry into that. I need to keep, I keep forgetting to enter, but that would be the plan. Um, and between now and then, just keep doing anything I can do. And uh, yeah, that's uh, not much to report here at all. Well, apart from I mean, waiting for the November paycheck to buy a new oh, pair of shoes. <laughs> get get so a potential fast five k. That's uh, that's cool. Yeah. That's that's something you know. I, I suppose it's probably a good thing to to train for. Um, you know, yeah. given that you've got limited time rather than the longer distance stuff. So, well, we'll see. We'll see what happens with that one then. Eh, good luck. Indeed, good yeah. luck with the training from that. Um, so yeah, well, yeah. Let, let's kind of stick with the race schedule then, and you know, as as we said, it, it's been a fairly quiet week, um, but there has been a couple of kind of bigger events on, um, and I think what we'll do is we'll probably like start start with the the hills, the British Fell and Hill Relay Championships, which um, took place at the Broughton Heights. Um, it attracted over a thousand runners. Um, so essentially what this is, a, a, the British fell and fell and hill relays has always been a massive, like a big event in terms of the hill running calendar. Um, you know, a really big club, hill, hill, you know, club event for, for hill running and fell running across the UK. And uh, I believe Carnethy were, were hosting the, the, the race this year. Um, so, yeah, I think generally speaking, I think there was some really strong um, team team you know team team results. Uh, we had um, I'm just looking. I think basically that before I go into the results, the way it works out is there's teams of six race over four legs, and um, and two you know two of those two of those legs, you've got um, or one of those legs, you've got two people taking taking part. So. Uh, and the rest of them are are kind of individual. So, um, yeah, I think I'm just looking at some of the results we've got. Carnethy Hill Running Club they took second place in the women's race, so a really strong run from them. Um, in the, that that team consisted of Holly Page, Naomi Lang, um, and Jasmine Jasmine Paris and Sophie Horrocks as well. Um, Scout Adkin uh, was also taking part. She recorded one of the fastest legs for them. Uh, I think in terms of the, the the senior results, I actually thought the results were on this news article I've got, but I can't find them. Um, but uh, we, Dark Peak were the clear winners, which I think is an English club. Um, but Oakle Hill winners had a great run. They had uh, They got third place overall. Which is a fantastic result for them. Uh, I think Shettleston were well up high up in the the, the rankings as well as were uh, Carnethy. So um, yes, yeah, Sam Wainwright. Uh, the long paired leg was Alistair Graves, Fergus Roberts. Um, he pulled the team up to ninth place at that point, uh, and on uh, Ali McLeod and Ross Baldwin for the navigational leg. Uh, Ali, I think he is a very good orienteer. 
his route choice helped him move into third place uh, and Rory Abernethy held on to maintain the third place. Carnethy's Sasha Chip, Chiplin and Ali Alston Masson ran the quickest time in the, the navigational leg. It actually may, uh, allowed uh, Carnethy to get into the top five. So they were fifth and Shettleston were seventh. Um, the veteran Carnethy team, they were third M40 and, and third in the M50 as well. And Westerlands were third in the M60. So, yeah, great runs from them. Um, the Finally, just the veterans' prize at HBT were, were, were pretty well up as well. Um, so, yeah, really good, really good result from all the all the runners at the British Hill Hill, Hill Relay Championships. So there you go. Um, next good. one, Tommy, you, is the say, East. You must have run the, the, the FRA relays over the years, have you? I haven't. I haven't. I haven't had them. Um, not really. I mean, in terms of the club, uh, Forest Harriers weren't. Don't think we've ever. We could have. We probably would have done okay. Um, but uh, not enough. Not enough runners in the, not enough runners in the club, eh? So, Metro uh, Roadrunner Club, I'm not sure they want to go in the hills as much, so... That would no. be hilarious if Metro rocked up in the FRAs. <laughs> <laughs> so they'd be like, just imagine, they'd be like, what? I mean, yeah. Navigational, that... like, what? Where's the, where's the markers? <laughs> yeah, uh, so sorry, who are you? Why are you here? Oh, shit, I forgot my, I forgot my full body cover for the race. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, I, I, well, there's some hill runners in Metro, eh? So there is, yeah, there is some good ones, yeah. Tommy's well, we move on to the the next results I've got up. It was the East League on the weekend, which is again as an Aberdeen. I've said this many times. I'll say it again as an Aberdeen runner, I always struggle. <laughs> I always struggle with the East uh, the East League being down in Hoyk, but it was a it was a win for Sarah Green Gal Harriers in twenty four thirty four. Second was Sarah Tate, La Suede AC, 25.47. And third was Sarah Brown, Edinburgh AC, 25.56. The result of that was Gala Harriers, though, took the win. Um, second place, Edinburgh Uniharis, and third place, Falkirk Vicks. So great result for Gala. I think that probably reflects the fact that the race was in Hoyk, but not taking anything away from Gala. Let's, uh, I'm intrigued to see how they do when the, uh, the East, uh, East Relays come in the next couple of weeks. National, sorry, beg your pardon. Yeah, uh, and have you got the the mails there? Do you want me to ramble? I do. Have the, I do. I do indeed have the male results. Uh, senior on twenty men's. So win for Hamish Hickey, uh, who did really. He was the fastest leg at the uh, East Relays, so that's not such a surprise. Twenty six twenty seven for the win. Second place, Calm Phillip, his central club mate in twenty six thirty two, and third, James Donald, Dundee Hawks, twenty six thirty seven. Uh, the result of that being central for the win. No surprise there. Edinburgh AC second and third. Gala Harriers meddling in both races. So well done to well done to Gala. Look at that, eh? Fantastic stuff. Um, and then yeah, other than that, like we oh we also had um, there was a Cardiff cross country as well, which was on. Um, and there was a couple of runners taking part in that. Uh, we had let me open it up. Um, Sorry about the M's, folks. I'll have to get rid of all my M's. M's. Uh, we had Megan Keith. So she's now a senior woman. And Megan is an interview of the show. Edinburgh Uni Hare and Hounds, uh, Inverness Harrier. 
So she got a sixth place in the senior result. Great run from from her. Um, and in the under-20 men's race, there was a decent presence in terms of Scottish contingent. Lewis Hannigan of Kilbarkin AC um, followed up his recent win, uh, 10K win in Glasgow, the great Scottish run with third place. Great run from him. And uh, Team East Lothian's Corey Campbell, who's still an under-17 athlete, took 10th place. Another twenty race. Uh, a huge talent that guy. Ruben McDonald was of Kifnick North was fifteenth in the under twenty women's race. Twelfth uh, place finish for Louisa Brown of Garskube Harriers. Uh, so there you go. That's probably most of the results and news articles that we 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 have. Um, I don't think you know. There's lots of other lower key. Races that took part at the weekend. Um, have a look on the Scottish Athletics website, run ABC uh, results and fixtures there, and you can have a look. But looking into this weekend, um, the, basically the, the main event on in terms of the Scottish Athletics calendar really is the national cross country relays, which has taken part, which has taken place this weekend. Um, so I'm sure there's, I think there's a huge number of of athletes taking part. I think there was a figure of, um, yeah, 562 teams are entered for the National Cross Country Championships this weekend. Uh, over 3,000 athletes are named in the start list, which is, uh, yeah, taking part at Cumbernauld this weekend. So anyone who's running, um, good luck and uh, have a great race. Let us know how you get on. Uh, hopefully you win. I'm not sure you're allowed to wear your tartan running shorts for these events. Uh, but uh, if you do get them on... Of course on, you get, are. Of course you are. Stick them on. Stick them on. Your, stick them on and, and re- represent uh, your club as well as TRS as well. So there you go, folks. Um, so, yeah. That I, think we should go to, I think we should go to rants. Rants. We've, got, we've still so, not made that read, read out that these fantastic rants that we got. So, uh, yeah. I mean, so... <laughs> I'm going to be Cara <laughs> Cara I'm going to get this wrong Come again. on Kyle The rant Kyle Can you come Can this you come the rant In the intro I coach her Cara McWhir Is that how you say it? <laughs> Very good McWhir. That's how she says it Spell <laughs> McWhir Do you know it's so bad I've known Cara for years <laughs> I still don't know How to say her surname um, So uh, Cara uh, Thanks for your rant It's great to get these back so the first one is the world is getting back to normal post-COVID. That is nice. But with it, travelling for work has returned, along with the absolute pain in the hoop of trying to fit travel, late finishes, early starts, catching up on work, staying in unfamiliar places alongside the running. I've been travelling three out of four weeks of September. I'm knackered and the quality of my Tuesday sessions has been middling to poor. If travel booking companies understood the needs of runners and could recommend hotels of treadmills or near accessible tracks or parks that would remove some of the stress. Um, yeah, it, she's obviously had a few shout outs, uh, taking, uh, you know, a, a little uh, <laughs> a side side uh, side personal rant there, but which I thought, um, thank you again, Cara, for uh, letting Basically, me know. Basically, she's, Cara's, Cara's, Cara's pretty She's, she's informing the fact that her coach can't pronounce her surname. <laughs> yes. But uh, what do you think of that? I, I think um, I think it's quite important. Like, uh, and, and I don't know if it's a, the, the, the Bennett, like without going into, you know, when you're going to a different place, there isn't, it, it can be quite difficult to to know where to go, to go for a run. Yeah. Um, 
if you've got a hotel, generally speaking, a lot of the treadmills in hotels are terrible. I mean, the, the hotels that I go to, mind you, are. And treadmill um, for a session. I know you quite yeah. like them. Some people, I think they're like Marmite, aren't they? Some love them, some hate them. Yeah. But uh, but when it comes to like running near where you stay, like there's some barriers to that in terms of the location. Um, maybe it's near a motorway, or um, it's it's too dark, or you're in a different country. It's maybe slightly dangerous. Yeah. Um, and and then how do you find where to run? Like, have you got any advice, Tommy? So like, if you, know you what, go somewhere, a... what do you do? I remember, I'm going to give a shout out to a good mate of mine who you know as well, who definitely doesn't listen, but you remember the gash, George Ashley? Oh yeah, gash. So eh? one one thing, there's not many things but the gash that impressed me, <laughs> but one thing that I was always impressed with is he worked on the road a lot and he used to always just, in the, say he's away for a Tuesday, and what I love about Cara's rant is the fact she reflects her Tuesday, she references a Tuesday club session, like that's just bread and butter running club, that's class she's mentioning that. So gash used to just find the no, nearest running club Messed them and said, I'd like to join your session and just go it's along to their idea, session. Isn't it? And it's a really cool idea. And I think, he, okay, he's quite a big character. You've got to be a certain person who's happy just to rock <laughs> up to a random running club and go and do mile reps with a group who you've no idea how fast they are. The other thing I would suggest is I've become really a big fan of the Strava heat map for that. And if you go find like a short loop and if you see it on the heat map, look at the look at the segments and then you can because i think on the segment on the segment viewer segment explorer on the heat map you can filter it to just show workouts and i, I typically do that just to find out where something is because i i remember years ago when i ran the i ran a pb actually on the sun the sunday at the great scottish half and during the week i was in london and i was staying i mean london's an easy place to run but i was staying at canary wharf i was like where the hell do i do a session in canary wharf you know it's all big buildings and i found this wee park which is at the bottom of canary wharf which is the marathon goes right past it and i found on there it was almost exactly a it was a k loop anyway i went to the session there per, amazing session just smashed it and just i was so pleased that i looked up i'd found this this place i think that's another one but to Kara's rant i think she's spot on and what i've always thought is why why don't airports or even railway stations but particularly rare airports have access to treadmills if I had a two-hour layover, I would pay. I, honestly, I would pay good money to use a treadmill. Oh, I and even that, you know, a, a block of showers, a little gym. Boom. Exactly. That's all you need. I mean, there's. I mean, we we. It's a bit. There's a business opening for us there, mate. You need to buy <laughs> like. I mean, you just need to buy a couple hundred treadmills and distribute them across airports oh, in the UK. Look at that. There's, there's probably good reasons to why you can't do it, but I just think it would be like, yeah, it'd be. I think it'd be. It'd be great. I like it. I like it. What a great rant. Um, well, thank you so much for that, Cara. And uh, yeah, it's uh, and I, I, you know, well done at the weekend as well. She was taking part in the dramathon, um, as as were a few other runners, and apparently there was a few folk wearing their tartan running shorts. But we don't, um, you know, th- those who were wearing them. Where's the photos, folks? Where's the images? We uh, we, we we have got a few people for short sighted this weekend. This this tonight. Um, one in one in particular is um, is Andy Pearson, who uh, who was sporting his ones at the weekend there. Um, so he was. In, this is a, this is a, you know quite quite unique, quite quirky. Um, Andy was wearing his. Uh, let me get the the article up here. Um, he was representing TRS in Trinidad, Trinidad and Tobago. Tobago. Jeez, okay, I'm having a right disaster here. Um, so uh, lots of people commenting on them. Um, 
cracking pictures, so we'll be sure to share those ones up. Big Jim Glennie as well, who is oh, uh, Jim Glennie. He's a uh, Hall of Famer of TRS. Oh, isn't he? He's an absolute Hall of Famer. So he's uh, on the the awards night uh, for the John Scotland Awards. He's been put up for a nomination, uh, and he's he's wearing his uh, loud and proud for that one. So well done, Jim. For uh, you know, uh, and that was an unintentional short sighted because uh, I think it's a historic picture, but it did come up in our our Twitter feed uh, that this week. So. Um, yeah, and there's been a few other people who've requested uh, shorts as well. So we have put in another order of 50 pairs. I'm going to repeat, we've only got 50 pairs of tartan running shorts that um, are currently in the pipeline. And we've already had about 10 and, emails. And we've had about 10 emails. So if if you guys are looking for some early uh, Christmas presents, then if you do want a pair of shorts, do let us know and, and we'll send you the link. It's um, tartanrunningshorts at gmail.com. Uh, let us know if you do want a pair. Um, they are £25, including postage and packaging. Uh, they they don't really, we don't really make much of them, but anything that we do make from it goes back into um, our instalments, our monthly yeah. instalments for keeping the show alive. So there you go, folks. So yeah. you know, shorts at gmail.com. What's that? Say, just to follow up on that, Carl, I think Carl and I were talking this before about, you know, we're doing talking, talking shop, talking numbers about all the, the overheads. But a big thank you to the listeners because I would over the first two, two and a half years, we paid for the overheads. And that was yeah. something we wanted to do. It's a, uh, it was a passion that we want to do. So we continue it. But actually, it's really, it's great when you buy shorts, you are genuinely helping the show because we are. Yeah. I'm talking about waiting until November paycheck to buy a pair of shoes. You know, that's only that's also only because I don't have to pay. We don't have to pay for our hosting uh, costs anyway. So, that's yeah. It. So, thank you. It really is a. It will, we will look at maybe some other. Carl's talk about buffs, but maybe do t-shirts. But it's very. It's really you are genuinely helping us. So thank you. Yeah, and they are really cool as well. I love wearing mine. Oh. I wear them. I wear them in my races. They're just the tartan as well. I mean, the, I love them. You can How many? You don't get them. You don't. You can't buy these things, eh? You can exactly. get another pair, but they're uh, they're not as easy to get to. Um, but look at this guy. We have been successful to that tonight, and we have sent the wee guy to sleep. So wee girl, can I just say that is a, that? that is a <laughs> that is a parenting that is I'm taking that as a parenting win that that little girl has been rocked to sleep while I've been podcasting. Well, it probably just reflects how boring time. how boring TRS is. <laughs> I thought, did you have did you have Anna in the, the whole time? Yeah, it was always Anna. Look at her, look at her, she's absolutely out of the count. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at her. Um, look at that. Yeah. Don't wake her up, though. No, I'm definitely not waking up. I think I, by the sounds of it, Fiona's had success downstairs with the other oh, one. So well, well done, Fiona. For the, for the win. But um, we'll maybe leave it there, then. I what think, have you got I on this week, Kyle? The, the best time. The only thing we haven't mentioned is the TRS run of the week. But, I mean, you know, Go going ahead. by my... My win at the Fetanir Shadow Series at the on last Tuesday, I think it's uh, it's a no brainer, I mean, isn't it? But but you also threw a rate threw a park run on the weekend, so I think that kind of balances it. First mail, two firsts. First mail, so yeah. First mail, yeah. first mail, yeah. first mail, second. So overall, you've had that before, so this is not the Geary 10K. PTSD here. I saw, I saw Nicola, I saw Nicola called a few weeks ago. She was around here, and I was re- reminiscing. I wasn't even there, but I was reminiscing about that amazing start that I keep bringing up. Um, I'll never who forget. Who are we going to go for? Do you know what I think? Who we're going to go for? What we've had, we've had. Um, 
I'm. I've got to say, I'm going to say, uh, I'm really impressed with Hamish Hickey's form at the that's moment. A bit, that's funny. I was thinking that too. I think he's. Um, you know, that's the fastest lap at the that the real is. Um, and you and, and we've got. I, I don't want to be controversial, but the East really is 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 probably the, the strongest. Field. The, the strongest field you can get um, compared to the other districts, and that's not, you know, I'm, I'm that's not a criticism or anything. It's just generally there's, a, you know, a, a, a bigger, a larger field generally. Um, so you know, that's a win for the East, and he's he's took a few scalps from some of those guys behind him. So absolutely, and, and he's a fellow Northerner too. So I'm going to go for True. young Hamish Hickey and uh, another. Another guy we need to get on the pod. Um, we do to, actually to chat about uh, his successes. So well done, Hamish. Uh, you know, you let us know. You know, once you hear this, share share the episode and let your friends and family know that you're the TRS <laughs> run of the week. Uh, so, so w- without further ado, I think we're going to share the outro now because it's time to time to go to sleep, folks. It's uh, half eight to, for both of us. It's going to be a long shift for Tommy, no doubt, because uh, yeah. Anna's sleeping already and it's only half eight, so it could be a, a late one for Tommy. Uh, also, can I say one last thing since well, we're on the subject of that? Big shout. Um, I'm, I'm, we've had a couple of uh, recommendations on on um, running buggies and, and stuff, so great. I mean, Grant McDonald, Jen Wetton, particularly, uh, really keep them keep that chat coming. Uh, I'm, uh, it's selfishly very interesting and very useful. We, as we said, you know, we are going to do a, a father's special for all those budding runners out there. Um, watch this space. And uh, we're going to keep the interviews coming in thick and fast as well. So thanks for listening, folks. That's one hour 17 with an interview, which is, uh, you know, we're, we're starting to get a groove back, Tommy. Indeed. <laughs> you you down that beer uh, in the outro. Thanks, guys. <laughs>